Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. As we approach this word that we've just shared, and as we'll read it from Scripture, let's do so in a spirit of prayer. Our prayer of illumination is printed in the bulletin. Help me to sing. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. You alone, O Lord, are holy. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Alleluia. Holy God, I give you thanks for Sora and her music and her helping us stay on tune. Oh God, and I thank you for your word as we read it today from Luke's gospel. May it find a place in our hearts, and we, may we live your word in the world. Oh God, we ask it in the power of your Holy Spirit, and in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ. The people of God together say, Amen. This is uh, from Luke's gospel, chapter 19. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome Jesus. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to Zacchaeus, Today salvation has come to this house. Because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The preacher who climbs up at Community Presbyterian Church in Hampton, Virginia, my home church, my hometown, will find a bronze plaque uh, attached to the pulpit. One sees it particularly when one is sitting in the chair before one stands up to preach. And on that plaque are the words in Greek, in biblical Greek and in English, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. 
They're from uh, John's Gospel, the 12th chapter, the 21st verse, and they describe that scene when the crowds find Philip, and they say to Philip, Jesus' disciple, Sir, we wish to see Jesus, and Philip goes to get Andrew, and Andrew and Philip go to find Jesus and bring Jesus back to the crowd. That plaque at Community Presbyterian Church on the pulpit there, my home church, is to remind the preacher of what her congregation wants and what is expected of her, the preacher. They want to see Jesus. And so that little plaque is a big reminder to tell us the stories of Jesus. Dive into the stories where, say, the father unexpectedly welcomes the prodigal home. Tell us that story. And the ways that the outsider and the alien and the immigrant, the traveler, the nerd, the misfit, people like you and I are always welcomed. Tell us the story about Jesus welcoming the children and telling off the naysayers. We like that story and stories like that. Tell us about Jesus healing the blind man and protecting that woman who is about to be stoned to death. Tell us about the teacher who opens our eyes and welcomes us into a deep and wondrous mystery. And tell us about the Jesus who doesn't so much answer our, our questions as, as with parables draws us into a deeper, more interesting set of questions. Tell us about the Jesus who gets boiling mad when he sees injustice. Tell us about Jesus weeping for the world. Tell us about the Jesus who seems a little embarrassed when his mother at that wedding at Cana is pushing him to do something he's not ready to do. Invite us into that story. Help us to dance in the, the text of that place. Tell us about the Jesus who prays alone and who breaks bread together with his disciples in an upper room. Tell us about what Jesus says about God. Tell us about what Jesus says about money. Tell us about what Jesus says about justice and, and anxiety. Tell us about what Jesus says about friendship and discipleship and patience and persistence and love. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. It's a plaque right on the back of the pulpit, my home church in my hometown. The preacher who stood there is reminded of her job description. We wish to see Jesus. Jesus. Now, I'm guessing that kind of hunger filled Zacchaeus with longing. He wished to see Jesus as well. We can presume he's a man of faith. We, he's certainly curious about God. We don't know much more about him except for that and his persistence and his stature. <laughs> we have every reason to believe he believes in God. Perhaps he knows the stories of God's mighty deeds about calling the people out of captivity to a land of freedom. No doubt he's touched by the stories of God's love. God is like the mother, says Isaiah, who takes her child and bounces her on her knee. Zacchaeus, we can presume, knew the scriptures and he knew the song. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. I have no idea if Zacchaeus sung that song or not. 
But I do know he probably was familiar with the liturgical movements of his community, the community that he had been inched out of because of his job, but more about that later. Zacchaeus knew the Scripture. He knew what Psalm 150 said, Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. And here we have Zacchaeus breathing heavy in this text. Jesus is coming. He's looking over the crowd. He can't see over the crowd because he's a short man. So he decides he's going to climb a tree. Jesus is coming, and he wants to see him. Knowing God creates a kind of peace a kind of contentment on the one hand. But knowing God also creates a kind of restlessness on the other, a desire to do more, to be more faithful, to be most faithful. Peace on the one hand and restlessness on the other, dancing together within our breast. Zacchaeus is curious. He's restless. He's eager, possibly starving to death to connect with God in a deeper, truer, more authentic way. And he's coming. Jesus, the Son of God, is coming. And he wants to see. He's heard about this Jesus. The stories of Jesus are getting out. They can't be kept still. They're traveling faster than he and his entourage are traveling. He's the respected rabbi, this Jesus. He's a healer. Jesus is is one who knows the tradition and he speaks against the tradition in interesting and compelling ways sometimes. He reinterprets the tradition. Jesus stands in the tradition of the prophets of lore, the ones that Zacchaeus grew up knowing by name, even singing about. Who knows? Jesus knew the scriptures and he knew the songs too. And he's steeped in the wisdom of the ages and he's coming And Zacchaeus wants to see. Philip is not around to ask, but Zacchaeus' question is the same. I wish to see Jesus. The problem with Zacchaeus, of course, is that he's an outsider. The problem is that he has long been shunned from his community because he's a tax collector. He's a Jew, sure, But he's a tax collector. He works for Rome, collecting money from the Jews to pay the occupying army. And so his Jewish brothers and sisters, his Jewish friends are saying, Zacchaeus, you're contributing to our suffering and you therefore are no friend of ours. So Zacchaeus won't be introduced to Jesus by the town leaders. And Zacchaeus clearly is not part of the welcoming committee. He won't be invited to the meet and greets as Jesus gathers with the people. Zacchaeus, in fact, will be barred from meeting the guest of honor. The best he can do is climb that tree to get a closer look. It's crazy. It's unorthodox. What grown man? When's the last time you climbed a tree? Bruce? Nineteen hundred and sixty. I didn't know you were that old, brother. Nineteen hundred and sixty. Well, Zacchaeus climbed a tree today, this morning, this afternoon, because Jesus was coming. It was the most unorthodox and perhaps the most faithful thing for this curious man to do. He climbed a tree just to get a closer look. 
When Jesus, Jesus and the crowd come into town and they approach that tree, Jesus sees Zacchaeus in the tree. He invites that, that Zacchaeus down. And Zacchaeus and Jesus, we presume, become friends as Zacchaeus becomes a disciple. That's just one of the stories. It's just one of the stories that people have been gathering to hear. They've been coming to Philip and saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. They've been coming to Community Presbyterian Church since 1950 when that church was founded. They've been coming here since 1850 when this church was founded. They've been coming in this building since 1869 when this building was completed. And they've had that question. You know, I'm filled with doubts and curiosity, and I know God. I've been taught about God. I dig God, I think, but I'm wanting to know more. I'd like to know more about God. So show me, tell me, introduce me again to Jesus, the Christ. We want to love like He loves, see? We want to experience freedom the way He seems to experience freedom. We think we got it after Sunday morning, and then during the week, perhaps by Wednesday, we think we've lost it again. How is it that I'm supposed to be free? How is it I'm supposed to be confident? How is it I'm supposed to be patient and faithful? How is it that I'm supposed to risk everything for the sake of the gospel? Where is that bravery? I seem to have it on Sunday. I seem to catch a glimpse of it, but I don't now on Thursday morning when I'm facing the meeting of the board and I have to say something honest that they don't want to hear. Where's that courage? Where's that Christ who has promised to walk with me until the close of the day? Sir, they said to Philip, we, we wish to see Jesus. I'm grateful for all those men and women who climbed into the pulpit at Community Presbyterian Church. I'm grateful for the choir that stood behind that pulpit and sang cantatas. And I'm thankful for the children and the youth group who stood at that pulpit as well, who claimed their place as proclaimers of good news and shared their own witness, their own testimony. I'm grateful for their stories and their witness. They all collectively, just as you have, they have showed me Jesus. They helped me find myself in the gospel story, just as we're doing Right now, where am I in that story with Zacchaeus? Am I the one who's saying, get down from that tree, you, you traitor? Or am I the one who's saying, you go, climb higher, tell me what you see. They helped me show me where my place was in that story. They helped me imagine my, myself in the pages of dusty old scripture. They affirmed me and they taught me that we all have gifts to share. They taught me that, just as you have taught that to others. We all have gifts to share. And I was surprised to learn that I was blessed to be a blessing, just as we all are blessed to be a blessing, to take this good news and to, to do something with it, to raise our children with great love and confidence and pleasure and discipline. We've been called to bless the world. And they introduced me to a short guy named Zacchaeus, a short guy with a big heart who climbed a tree to get a better look at the Son of God. It was the most unorthodox, foolish, faithful thing anybody had ever done. 
May we be as eager and foolish and faithful. As we kick through the leaves on our walk this afternoon or this evening, might we remember to look up and imagine that, that crazy, crazy man doing all he could do to get a little closer, to get a little closer to the Son of God. Let's pray. Oh God, help us by your grace to be faithful and to be wise and to be foolish in the name of your Son, the Christ, and in the power of your Spirit. Oh God, hear our prayer. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week. Thank you.